Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Catherine Morehouse. It's now officially 2024, and there is a lot in store for energy policy and politics this year. We're keeping a close eye on congressional action and inaction on permitting reform, an ambitious regulatory agenda, and the rollout of clean energy incentives. We also know few energy policies will be able to escape the shadow of the November 2024 election, which will pit President Joe Biden's clean energy agenda against Republican efforts to push fossil fuels. So today, we chat with Politico's James Baikalis about what we're watching in the new year. It's Tuesday, January 2nd. Well, clean energy is going to play a really significant role in the election next year. President Biden has made the Inflation Reduction Act and his policy of Bidenomics a core aspect of his re-election campaign. But a lot of polling so far shows that many voters aren't even aware of the IRA and the climate benefits it might be bringing to their communities. And at the same time, Republicans have been pushing back on those clean energy efforts, saying they'll increase reliance on China and raise energy costs. So the really key part to watch here is going to be how the money from the IRA and the bipartisan infrastructure law that's flowing into red states, that's going to be sort of a litmus test for how voters are going to respond, because Red state governors have really embraced a lot of that clean energy investment, but Republicans on the national level, on the GOP campaign trail, and in Congress have continued to push back on Biden's efforts. So really the questions will be, will voters care about those clean energy issues that Biden is pushing, and whose narrative will they believe about those efforts? So let's dig a bit more into the IRA, because we know that this past year was really critical for actually implementing this massive clean energy law. But as you've reported on EVs in particular, there is still a long way to go. So what kind of progress should we be watching for in 2024? Yes. So there's really a similar kind of battle over the clean energy narrative that's happening with electric vehicles specifically. So as me and my colleague David Ferris have reported, there's sort of two parallel storylines out there. One being pushed by the Biden administration is that EV sales are surging. They point to the fact that 1 million electric vehicles were sold in 2023 for the first time. On the other hand, opponents of EVs are saying that EVs are just sitting on dealers' lots because no one wants to buy them. We kind of crunched the numbers and we found that both of those storylines are somewhat true. Even as sales passed 1 million this year, in November, gas-powered cars were staying on dealer lots for around 70 days, while EVs were stuck there for 117 days on average. So really, heading into 2024, there's really going to be a continued battle over the narrative of the trajectories for EVs, you know, whether they're actually continuing to surge or whether demand has fallen off. 
So let's turn to Congress. I think it's fair to say that one of the biggest disappointments of 2023 in the eyes of a wide range of industries, from wind and solar to fossil fuels, was the failure to get a permitting deal done. So what are the prospects for that look like in 2024? Well, frankly, not very good. You know, as you mentioned, there have been a number of projects, clean energy projects this year that have stalled or had increased costs. And a significant part of those delays has been attributed to the permitting issue. And so both Republicans and Democrats agree that we need some kind of permitting reform. And the debt ceiling agreement back in early summer included some permitting provisions after really hard-fought negotiations. But the momentum towards a larger permitting reform package really fizzled after that. Republicans and Democrats have sort of retreated to their corners on the issue. Democrats just put out what they call a consensus permitting bill among Democrats in December, but that bill doesn't have any Republican support. There have been some behind-the-scenes talks, particularly in the Senate with the Senate Energy Committee, but really nothing concrete and no policy made it onto the must-pass bills at the end of 2023. These efforts will only get harder heading into 2024 as we get closer to the election. So finally, I want to talk about regulations. What can we expect from the agencies this year? Yes, so it's going to be a busy spring for the Biden administration as they face a deadline under the Congressional Review Act. If the White House was to be won by Republicans, they would be able to overturn regulations. So Biden really needs to get a lot of major climate rules done before this look back deadline, which will be sometime in the summer. So some of the major ones that are still on the table are EPA's new climate rule for power plants, as it considers input from industry that says that the rule will have negative impacts on grid reliability. And EPA also has its new tailpipe emissions rules that will go through the end of the decade and ethylene oxide rules that are really core to its environmental justice agenda. Over at FERC, commissioners are considering a sweeping transmission planning rule and also a massive LNG terminal, which are facing a lot of pressure from environmental groups on. A couple other ones over at the Interior Department, they're working on an overhaul to oil and gas leasing rules, which would increase the royalties that oil and gas drillers have to pay. The SEC is still looking to issue its climate disclosure rule, which has been really closely watched for the past couple of years. And finally, the Council on Environmental Quality has some major rules on the permitting process that it's expected to finalize in the spring as well. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com slash power dash switch and subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. And that's our show. I'm Catherine Morehouse, and we'll see you tomorrow. Today's program support is provided by Chevron. Progress means producing renewable fuels for today's fleets. Chevron intends to grow their renewable fuels production capacity to 100,000 barrels per day by 2030. That's energy in progress. Learn more at chevron.com slash renewable fuels.